the following audio transmission is based on theory and is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's Doomsday and its affiliates will not be held liable for anything your dumbass does. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome everybody to It's Doomsday Podcast. Today is April 17th, 2023. Time is 1826. Holy shit, my levels are high. And joining me as always is J-Dog. What's going on, man? How high are your levels, bro? Uh, I am like maxing out over here and I really don't understand why. Oh, that's why. Let me just go ahead and take that down a little bit. Okay, that looks a bit normal. Sorry, everybody out there that's driving down the road right now whose uh, speakers now need to be replaced. <laughs> okay, everyone is service. I don't. You know, it's it's probably a good thing because what are people getting through their speakers nowadays? Is it good news? Is it bad news? Like, what's going on there? I've listened to the radio, and then because of that, I don't listen to the radio anymore. Right. Which, I mean, that's understandable. I uh, I used to be really big into talk radio, and that's kind of gotten me into this, okay? Um, and, guys, we missed two shows. My fault. Strictly my fault. It's not Jake's fault. It's my fault. <laughs> it's usually my fault. It's my fault today. Well, it, we didn't miss a show, though. You're just a little... Uh, you're just a little late there, buddy. Well, blame my customer for that, for scheduling their appointment a half an hour before we close the doors, all the way two counties away. And why would they do that? I don't know. All right. Why well, would customers do anything that they do? Who knows, man? I'm trying. So for those of you out there that are listening in your vehicle right now or listening somewhere online, we are now doing our lives over on Clapper, and I have to be honest, this is probably the most inappropriate place to be doing these lives. Um, it's not like Podbean. It's not as user-friendly. It's not like any of these other online uh, hosting services. I mean, honestly, if I wasn't so interested in doing live shows, it would be much better just to do this through Google Meets or Brave Talk or something, right? Wouldn't be a bad idea. I, I think we need to just venture around and find a good platform. I definitely don't think. Uh, I definitely don't think this is it. So everybody that's in here that I'm seeing so far is not new to the show. So they they rel- they know how this goes. Okay, and we're gonna just do this show like we always did. We have chats here, and that's a big thing because the chats make the show. You guys live in the audience is what makes this show work. So so much. We feed off your comments. That's true. A little bit. One big disadvantage if you're listening online and you're like, hey, they're not taking Collins anymore. What's up with that? We cannot take Collins on Clapper. It is not a thing. 
Maybe one day in the future it will be a thing, but as of right now, it is not a thing. And for those of you that are popping in over here that are used to seeing me live, you haven't seen me do the show here yet. I wouldn't think so. Um, so this is your opportunity to get to see that. Now, I don't like doing the show on camera. I like to pick my nose and play with shit in the background and fuck off, right? And I can't do that. <laughs> Why not? I, I, I mean, I guess technically I could do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome everybody in that's coming in. So this is what my idea was for today, Jake, for today's show. So we missed a lot. Like, there's been a lot of news and a lot of things going on the last two weeks. So I wanted to go ahead and, you know, touch on these things, get some of those, get some of this stuff going, um, get your thoughts on some stuff. And the biggest thing I wanted to start with was this Bud Light thing. Do you know about the Bud Light thing? Of course. <laughs> so, um, say, th this is, this reminds me of how, like, when they do a gun ban, they say they're going to ban guns and everybody runs out. Uh, to buy a gun before they're banned or buy ammo before it's off the shelves, things like that. And I'm now seeing people going out and purchasing mass amounts of Bud Light in order to destroy it. Right? That's Why would, would purchasing large, vast quantities of Bud Light destroy the brand? It, oh, it's not destroying the brand. It's helping the brand, if anything, because they're getting more exposure now than they ever have, probably. I mean... Unless, of course, you remember the Dilly Dilly commercials. You remember the Dilly Dilly commercials? Nope. You don't remember the Dilly Dilly commercials? Nope. Oh, my God. Bud Light. Dilly Dilly. You don't remember that? <laughs> no. I remember the what's up? <laughs> All right. So Bud Light, uh, they did a series of commercials, like, taking place during, um, like, the, the medieval kind of times, right? Like, King, Queens, and, you know, this this era. Um, where everybody would bring the Kings. Yeah, the Bud Knight. Remember the Bud Knight? There you go. Nope. Thank you, Scooter. Um, so basically, you know, they would bring the King Bud Light, and the Wizard would turn things into Bud Light, and every time they got Bud Light, it was dilly dilly. <laughs> okay. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> I'm not just going to continue to repeat dilly dilly. They didn't lose $6 million in profits. They lost $5 billion. Five billion dollars in profit. Billion with a B. Yeah. So, okay, now everybody kind of went out. They're going out and they're saying, you know, Bud Light didn't know their customer base, and that's why this happened, okay? And I, I don't think that's what it is at all. I think they thought they were appealing to a community that sadly just isn't there, right? It was one person. Um, the interview can be found. I'm sure you saw it. It sounds like you did. Um, is that is that me or is that you? That's Mew. That's Mew too. <laughs> Actually, I think well, it is you. I don't, but I I have no way of knowing. Let me put on my big old headphones. Yeah, I Hang love on. those things. They uh, they're such a turn on for me. Are you looking for something kick-ass to add to your closet? Reaper has the hookup for t-shirts, hoodies, button-ups, hats, beanies, and plenty of other badass products. 
You can check out Reaper Apparel Company at www.reaperapparelco.com and use code DOOM10 for 10% off. Jester only stands behind brands he believes in, and Dan at Reaper Apparel has a mission, and Jester is on board. Go check out www.reaperapparelco.com today and use code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire order. Why be a sheep when you can reap? Use code DOOM10 for 10% off at www.reaperapparelco.com today. I don't want to hear anything more about this. Yeah, it's definitely me. Hang on, guys. Stop yelling at me. You're fine, J-Dog. You take your time. You relax. You're fine, too, you handsome little man. Not as handsome as you. I beg to differ. Trying to keep this... There's no D&D here today, folks. Just trying to keep this as PG as possible. Oh, all right. Hold on. Doing all this one handed. That's what she said. Oh, oh. so everybody that's jumping in while Jake's getting his headset on. Cindy, welcome. Shelby, welcome. B-Man J, welcome. Scooter, Minnie, everybody in here that's in here. Irish, welcome, welcome. Um, What is, are you good? Is that better? Yes, that is a lot better, actually. Wow, you sound much better. Uh, thank you. And I'm trying to watch the levels. I think you're right where I need you to be. That's what she said. It is. You're like perfect. Oh my god. I'm just I'm watching you make my thingy bounce. What Bro, you're perfect. Get out of here. <laughs> um three hours different than me. Yeah, Karen, this is like a first kind of uh thing we're doing over here on the Podbean. So I'm sure people that are downloading this episode and listening to this are probably royally confused and they're like what the frack is going on? That's all right. It is all right. We told them like several times. We did. I, I tried to make it very well known. I posted things over on um, pod, or, uh, pod being the best I could, letting them know that we were making the jump over to here to do the lives for a little while, and we're going to see how all this transpires. So um, so basically, to sum this Bud Light thing up, and, and this is it, I mean, they, they basically did this to support the trans community right? Which is a very, very small community. Very small. Everybody out there that's listening to this, wherever you're listening, you need to understand that this is such a small, small minority group of people that the outreach they thought, the, the who they were appealing to just isn't there, right? This is not this huge population of people that everybody wants to say it is, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yes, and, B-Man J, less than 3%, but that's a very conservative number. It's probably less. It's a lot less. It's like 0.3%. But the, uh, the, the, the chick that was head of marketing advertising, she spoke about this. And she said uh, that she uh, felt like the brand was a little fratty. And uh, she wanted to refresh the brand by being more inclusive and it didn't work no it didn't and there's uh if you really wanted to like refresh that brand and get that out of there let, let's be wrong it's let's be real it's not like sales for bud light were in the toilet right it's not like they needed to go on some ego stroke to to boost up sales again right 
Bud Light is the face of a lot of different venues, a lot of different sporting events. It's everywhere. There's been many concerts I went to that are only Anheuser-Busch products, right? Mm -hmm. That's like Mm -hmm. a very common thing. So, I mean, you could, I would, I would say that greed was factored into this a little bit. Like, let's try to grab this extra community that's not there. Um, and in doing that, they pissed a lot of people off. Now, myself, I've never been a fan of Bud Light. That shit gives me wicked indigestion. It always has ever since I was young. But anyway, just to, just to kind of wrap this up, this is one thing I definitely want to point it out. And this is probably going to get me canceled at some point, but I don't have a problem with the LGBTQ community. I don't have a problem with the transgender community. I don't have a problem with any of these communities at all. Live and let live. You do you. I don't care. But here's the reality. When I see these people saying, I need support, will you support me? Do you have my back? Flat out, the answer is no. I don't. Because that's your job to have your own back. It's your job to support yourself. You've made life choices And that's okay, that's fine, but that's on you. That's not on me. I'm not saying, hey, I decided to be straight and have kids. Come support me, right? So support yourself. That's that's what it is. J-Dog, thoughts before we're canceled? (laughs) Yeah, a lot of thoughts before I get canceled again. (laughs) Um, I I don't care either. I really don't. Anybody... Anybody who knows me knows that I genuinely don't care. I just care at the end of the day if somebody's being a good person. Now, there are lines to this. the The line is that if I if if I want to support you, I will do that on my own behalf of my own choice, not because I'm being forced or compelled to do it. Because typically, people don't want to be forced or compelled to do things. There are there are going to be way way less reluctant to do that so you know if i've got a friend who wants to use pronouns whatever they want to do um that's if that's something that they they want to do i i don't care i don't be a good person if you want me to call you dude if you want me to call you you want me to call you brian or if you want me to call you barbara i don't care i I genuinely don't now the line that i have to draw and I think the line that a lot of people will draw is when it's compelled is instead of, will you please call me this instead of this? And as opposed to you have to call me this, you have to call me this. Otherwise you're, you're committing an act of violence or whatever, whatever it is. It's not true. Do you have enough food in your pantry for when disaster strikes? Go to www.readywise.com and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off your entire food order. ReadyWise offers long-term food storage items such as chicken and beef that last up to 15 years. But that's not all. Go to www.readywise.com and use our code DOOM10 for 10% off of organic food as well. Offering chili, pasta, and soups, they have you covered. Did we mention they have fruits? bananas, blueberries, strawberries, and apples, just to name a few. With many more food options for your home, car, or bug out bag, ReadyWise has your six. Go to www.readywise.com now and utilize code DOOM10 for 10% off. Um, when we're in public, we have a reasonable expectation of safety. That means that reasonably we could venture out 
walk down the sidewalk, go window shopping or whatever, and expect reasonably to not be stabbed or shot or robbed or mugged or beat up or whatever. Um, when you go out in public, typically you will see your average everyday person who works their nine to five, pays their bills, pays their taxes, goes home, takes care of their family. This is your typical, this is, this is your biggest bulk of people. This is your consumer base. When you venture outside of what is perceived as normal, of course you will be stared at. Of course you will become somewhat of a spectacle. Of course people will ask questions and look at you funny because you are perceivably looking different. This is a reasonable expectation when you are in society. When you do something outlandish, you can expect an outlandish return on, on that investment. So, if I were to go around dressed like a clown, I would expect people to treat me like a clown. If I were to go around wearing a baseball uniform, I would expect people to want to talk to me about baseball reasonably. You know, um, but having this unrealistic expectation of everyone around you has to just adhere to your compelled speech is never going to be a thing that's going to happen. It's a realistic expectation. And trying to demand that people do otherwise is just incorrect. It's disrespectful. And it's not what one can reasonably expect when you're in public. So just, you know, going through some of the chats here, uh, B-Man J, you're cracking me up with some of these things, man. <laughs> yes, Cindy, we will always call you Cindy. Uh, everybody that's coming in, guys, welcome into the show. We typically don't do the lives here. This is a new temporary thing. So if we don't respond to your comments, it's because we are recording right now. And these episodes will be published later. Spotify, Apple Podcast, all those places. So be sure to check out Doomsday Pod. It's Doomsday Podcast anywhere you download your podcast that. So I mean that that I mean I that's pretty much how I feel Jake there is this reasonable expe expectation right um I think the one thing I I really if I have a problem with anything surrounding this at all it's the shame that comes if you with not abiding by what people want right um you're you're publicly shamed you're referred to in in different terms uh and I think that's bullshit. I think that everybody should be able to believe what they want and feel the way they want and not have to abide by all of these things. But to move out of that and to transition into something different, something I was like really wanting to cover at the beginning of the month, and sorry, guys, we missed two episodes, uh, is I wanted to get into this whole Trump arrest thing, the indictment of Trump. And I'm assuming, Jake, you probably know way more about this than I do. And what well, are what your you thoughts on this? Well, So what I know about it is, okay, <clears throat> you have Trump, you have Hooker. Trump did stuff with Hooker. Hooker was going to tell people. Uh, Trump lawyer said, here, we'll pay you off. Hooker said, okay. And then Hooker said, no, money's not good enough. And here we are with an indictment. Is that, is that pretty kind much of. it? <laughs> kind of. Kind of. So both the Hooker, Stormy, and Trump both have publicly said time and time again that it didn't happen. There's a document out there where she says that it didn't happen. She said that it was never a thing. It was a never, never a thing that, that concerned me. It was never a thing that happened. Trump said it never happened. But apparently the indictment stems from there being hush money involved, but it's not that whole thing that's the problem. The problem is that the money came from allegedly campaign dollars that was moved 
elsewhere for means of pay either to her or to whatever else. But the problem with the indictment is that there's like 34 different counts of money being moved where it shouldn't have been moved from to another location. And they're trying to indict him on that, which is just like 34 or 36 different counts of fraud when you use your campaign money for something other than campaign. So, so okay. So, I like I said, I'm not that deep into this. I don't know what is really going on with all this. But the one thing with you saying this, how do you define what's a proper use of campaign dollars? So, if you were campaigning... You're going to need money for food, lodging, travel, campaigning, banners, staffing, advertising, marketing, buttons, all of the things, buttons, merchandise, anything that would be revolving around your campaign, not, not money to a hooker. <laughs> right. Unless you were paying her to go like <coughs> campaign for you on the street. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, or, you, if she's going to campaign for you, of listen, course. I never ran for president. I imagine it's stressful. Maybe she helped him out, out in some way to benefit the campaign. I don't know. Um, I really don't know. Um, but I think either way, it sounds like she did help his campaign. Giggity. All right. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, so moving moving forward with this, I when I started picking up on what was going on and started looking into some of this, my first thought was, oh, this is just, this is like kind of a gaslight situation. Let's get everybody's attention focused on this. If Trump goes to prison, the left is going to be so excited, so happy. They're going to be having parties. They're going to be burning shit in the street, flipping cars, whatever they want to do, right? Um, and the right's going to be pissed, okay? Now... At the end of the day, if Trump gets out of this, again, the left is going to be pissed. They're going to burn shit in the streets. They're going to flip cars. They're going to do whatever they want, right? And the right's going, sure. to, be, the right's going to be ecstatically happy. So either way, regardless of how this turns out, there's going to be chaos in the streets regardless, I would think, right? Because the people out there on the right that are defending Trump, you know, they have been – since the election, they feel like they've gotten the shaft, Right? Basically. And to me, it's I think this is like just a big just let's get everybody fired up. Let's get everybody pissed off. Let's divert media focus on this. And Trump Trump could very well be in on all this bullshit. Fire is one of the most basic essentials for survival. Whether you're camping, hiking, or preparing for disaster, Blackbeard has your six. Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. Blackbeard offers stormproof matches, plasma arc lighters, fire starters, and ferro rods, all of which are great for your bug out bag. Once again, Go to www.blackbeardfire.com and utilize code DOOMSDAY for 10% off your entire purchase. You know. <clears throat> yeah, um, I don't think it would have anything to necessarily do with a riot. I don't think he's going to go to prison. I think what, here's what I think is what's going to happen. Because I've thought about this a lot. And... If it were me, 
you have to put yourself in the mindset of what if you were somebody who is trying to destroy another person or another group or the world? And what would you do? And how would you do it? So my thinking is this. So if somebody or Trump or whomever is under current litigation, is that is that enough of a loophole to pull so he cannot run for president because he's already said he's going to run. So with that open indictment, he won't be able to run for president because he's under a current litigation settlement, whatever, um, a fraud case. And if there's enough charges, one case of fraud, depending on the amount, won't necessitate a felony, probably a misdemeanor fraud case, which could then be overturned, um, could be could be dissolved but 34 36 cases could be lumped into to a giant fraud case um of of felonious reasons and as a felon you can't run as president so i think that that's the approach is that it doesn't matter necessarily whether it would be fraud or whether it would be slander or whether it would be libel or whatever whatever it would be what yes what you're watching is is absolutely a movie um the the approach is what can we do to not start a riot but keep Trump from running and keep people who are unsuspecting from realizing what we're doing. And what they're doing is they're trying to keep him in constant litigation with this so he can't run for president. And even if he can, he's going to be so forced from here and back and here and back if he is elected president with this ongoing litigation with a fraud case that could take years to play out. He's going to have to go from here and there and here and there. And if he misses just one of those court appointments, what's going to happen to him is they're going to put a warrant out for his arrest anyway because he'd be a no-show to to his obligation, to his legal obligation to be there. Um, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the charge is. That's not the play. The play is to keep him completely out of the race without killing him. And this is the best approach to do that. It's many, many people think when I say common, I'm saying your average, just your average everyday person. So your common average everyday person, right or left, they, they think this is one thing. The left thinks that thinks it's another thing. I don't pick and choose sides. I don't care because I don't play that shit. I don't like politics. I don't care anything about it. No matter what, I just want the right person for the job. And the, the problem with the perceived left side is that they, they are better at organizing and strategizing way further, way better than the right side is. The, the problem with the left side is that they can hold it together despite their differences. If you remember our vice president before Biden even ran, she called him a racist. She called him a misogynist. She out, she went out there and went after that man. And you can find videos out there of this over and over and over again. She hates Biden. She doesn't give two shits about him. But when it came for him running and for him to announce her as VP, all of a sudden they're like this, right? So how does that happen? It's because you're watching a movie play out. Because for you and I, if I, if I didn't like somebody, why would I run up and go be the VP? Right. 
because it's, it's it's a game. It's it's just a freaking game. But the problem is that the left side is much better at planning and organizing, and they can see through all of that bullshit and all of their their stuff like that going on for one cause. And the problem is that it's effective. Look at Chaz Chop. That was organized by them. Look at BLM. That was organized by them. Look at Antifa. That was organized by them. What have Republicans done in any respect that amounts to that? And then, and then when they do, when they do something like, uh, let's say, J6, for example, that was infiltrated by the left. And you have people who are dressed up as right-sided, but were far left-sided, trying to coax and coerce people into getting felonies and held people for two years in, in jail with no charges ever being filed all because they organize really well and they're effective. And if that right side, if they want to pick and choose sides, if the right side wants to get better and be more effective, then they have to understand the enemy. The only way you can defeat your enemy is if you understand your enemy. One side understands their enemy. The other side doesn't. So, okay, let me, I want to go back to a comment Cindy, Cindy put in here a while, asking if Trump still had a secret service detail. And I, mm-hmm. I want to say, yeah, he would. And you don't, you don't typically lose that unless. Want to be a guest on the show? Email it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. That's it's doomsdaypodcast at gmail.com. You don't lose it. You, do. you have secret service See, detail I thought, until you die. Okay, I thought if if you committed an act of treason, you lose it. I thought there yes. was like ways you could lose it, right? You you can. Um, treason is one of them. Um, felonies, incar- incarceration is another. But typically, um, you have secret service detail for the rest of your life, and that's paid for by us. We we afford that for them um, on top of on top of the presidential salary of that 400 K until you die. Hmm. Okay. All right. So it's, it's safe to assume that, you know, he's, he's still protected. I mean, regardless if you like the guy or not, he still has a lot of U S secrets that need to remain secrets. Well, the difference there is that for Trump specifically, he fired the staffed secret, service and employs his own secret service um how he pays for that he affords it himself but he has his own security gotcha okay yeah i was i was a little bit curious about that so um so i'm gonna kind of go with what everybody else in in this you know is saying here in the chats that i'm picking up on is you know we're pretty much watching a movie this is a miscarriage of justice and everything else my thought on it it is all it's all bullshit but the one comment i got to come back to and i'm trying to find it now um and someone mentioned it i don't know where it went but where the hell have the clintons been and why are they not in the news lately um that's a great question where have a lot of things that haven't been in the news lately um what happened to all the new variants where'd those go where's the flu at joe biden fixed it dude you did not know this he did. Yeah, he signed something that ended COVID. You didn't hear about this? Did he fix the war too? Where'd that go? I haven't heard anything about Ukraine. <laughs> so, what's what's really interesting, guys? I don't know if you guys do this or not. If you want to know all the top news stories of the month, it's they literally 
put these in Wikipedia in segments for you can you can go down and break down these news stories. So if you're not seeing something in the news you want, somehow these all end up in here nice and put in there like disasters, economics, government, wars, etc. The Clintons are extras right now, probably. Um, so yeah, very the, well paid extras. So the war has actually been something that hasn't made many headlines lately, but there has been this escalation of China and Taiwan. You said the C word. You said the C word. So China and Taiwan. Um, it's it a couple <clears throat> weeks ago, about a week ago, this things were like really escalating over there, and that was overtaking the media. And now that has calmed down as well. Um, I don't think it's actually calmed down, though. I mean, I absolutely think that we're going to end up going to war with China, and that's not to incite fear or scare the shit out of anybody. I just think it's been a long time coming, and it's eventually going to happen. How you don't hold a country accountable for releasing a deadly virus on the world, (laughs) how you're not held accountable for that, I I don't understand. Um, how we can be so far indebted to some of these nations and never have them pull the debt card, I don't understand. And now that they're fucking, and you know, now that they're backing Russia, they're fucking with Ukraine. Uh, with all of these things transpiring, it's really hard for me to not see a, a major conflict coming. Action message. At approximately 1 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Nora is tracking 15 ICBM nuclear missiles inbound to the following cities Orlando, Miami, Pittsburgh, Dover, Newark, Richland, Philadelphia, New York City, Baltimore, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, Seattle, Detroit. This is an extremely deadly situation. Stay tuned, the next emergency message will be a presidential address. 